0: Expo 2020 is now just one year away. The size of the project is something that has never been undertaken in the UAE before. While the site has rapidly been constructed, there is also so much happening around marketing, sponsorship, ticketing and the retail offering. That is the remit of Sanjeev Kosla, the Chief Commercial Officer. He joins us to shed more light on how preparation is going. Welcome to Dubai Works, a business podcast about the innovators, the products, the services and trending topics, Love & Dubai's take on the business stories that matter. My name is Richard Fitzgerald. I'm the founder of Augustus Media, publishers of Love & Dubai, Love & Saudi and Smashy TV. Each week we'll be interviewing the dynamic business leaders of Dubai. Good morning, Sanjeev. Good morning. Welcome to Dubai Works. And uh, thanks for coming on. So we're at the Expo head office. Can you tell us about your role here? So uh, firstly, welcome and uh, thanks for having me
1: on the show. So I'm Chief Commercial Officer for Expo 2020. What that really means is that uh, I'm responsible for the various partnerships that we have uh, in place uh, who are supporting the delivery of the event. I'm also responsible for marketing uh, the event uh, to uh, different audiences and uh, also uh, responsible for converting uh, this into ticketing. Uh, so, already responsible for ticket sales, mm-hmm. also. So, a fairly broad uh, spectrum of responsibilities. I'm also responsible for the on site uh, uh, and off site licensing and retail in terms of our merchandising and any. Uh, Expo 2020, if you may, branded products uh, which may come out.
0: Well, um, there seems to be a lot there and Expo 2020 is a new new initiative, a new entity. What could people relate to? Is that like a commercial officer role at a a different type of a a company or is there more to... Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, sort of I, yeah. you know, what did you know when you were starting that, you know, what it was and what's expected? So
1: no, I, drew, <laughs> I joined the organization about two years back. So uh, I've been in Dubai for for now close to eighteen years. Wow. Uh, when I came in here, I was actually doing, and my background is largely strategy. But uh, when I came in here, I was focusing on research and analytics, mm. uh, which is really around the visitor. And one thing led to another, and uh, you know, I just some additional responsibilities so now it's a fairly broad spectrum typically in the organization uh, you would have uh, a commercial officer would combine uh, marketing and revenue together I mean you sometimes know that as chief sales and marketing officer out here we call it chief commercial officer so it's not an unusual combination
0: okay and when you describe the expo to people expo 2020 in Dubai how do you describe it (laughs)
1: Yeah. really difficult? No, it's not difficult at all. Uh, You know, I actually think, I mean, it's very simple as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Expo 2020 is the oldest mega event in the modern world. It's Mm. older than the Olympics also. Uh, It is uh, the greatest celebration uh, of uh, human brilliance and achievement. Uh, uh, It's held every five years. It was held for the first time in 1851 in London. So it has a very, very proud heritage uh we think of expo 2020 as the greatest show uh it'll be the greatest show we have something incredible that we're putting together and we think that uh that's going to be something amazing for for everybody Uh, so it's going to be across 173 days uh, starting october 2020 uh, goes on till april 10 2021 uh, 173 days 192 countries participating the biggest expo that's ever happened in terms of country participation uh, we will have uh, close to 60 different events that happen on-site and mm-hmm. these events can be any way from talks like this you know mm-hmm. from having uh, uh, conversations between uh, which are curated to all the way being uh, a lister musical performances to dance performances to theatre shows, yeah, you name it.
0: When you say it's the biggest uh, in terms of participants and countries, is there a reason? Have they been attracted to Dubai, or is it is it you know the whole initiative is that has it led to being the biggest, or has this been part of the proposal and part of the agenda from the start?
1: So uh, f- it has been part of the agenda from the start, right? Uh, when Dubai, uh, UAE, pitched to do this event. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you've you've stayed here for some time, right? Uh, UAE does not uh, take half measures when they when they put forward something. We obviously wanted to do something that was going to be uh, really had never been done before. Mm. Uh, so it was our promise to uh, do uh, to have the maximum ever repre- representation of countries, and we reached out to all the countries, and I think. Countries also see uh, uh, UAE as occupying a unique position. Mm. Uh, we have a fantastic track record in whatever we do. Uh, we have uh, the connectivity to deliver that scale of an event. Uh, and uh, you know this is the first time that such an event has happened in the Miyasa region also. Mm. So 3 billion people have actually never had, had the ability to access. access. Yeah. Uh, and Expo 2020. And this is a 3 billion market which is young, which is growing, which is the new world. Mm-hmm. So uh, whether you are uh, a Western country which wants to access these markets or this population uh, or, uh, you know, talk to these people or whether you are one of the countries in this region which wants to showcase the best of what you have, this Dubai is the is the platform. Uh, Expo twenty twenty is the platform.
0: Uh, we recently uh, spoke to the CEO of Splash Fashions, and they've come up with a collaboration, um, that, you know, for the Expo a special range. And I'm sure that's part of many many collaborations that you're overseeing. What goes involved in selecting partners, and um, how much? You know what, what what's going to be available to us from a retail point of view sure i mean
1: we have different types of partners that we work with uh so obviously there are partners who are uh supporting us in the delivery if you may of the event itself so uh, uh and this could be in in different forms of contribution a good example would be, say, Emirates Airlines at the Salat. These are all our partners, and they are involved in helping us execute and deliver this event. Mm. Uh, at the same time, we also have, uh, as you mentioned, uh, um, licensing and merchandising uh, partners. Uh, Splash is a good example. Mm. Uh, uh, we, But it's not just limited to that. We are looking at f- uh, a very, very full diverse product range, uh, typical to what you would see uh, in, in mega events, but also some new and interesting product categories, which you don't uh, always see, uh, but ranging all the way from uh, Kids' toys to your usual magnets and souvenirs and those kinds of things, mm-hmm. and going all the way till uh, fashion, uh, if you may, uh, and uh, even uh, edible products. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole range out there. Uh, this tends to be a fairly uh, 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 competitive and intense pr- uh, process. A lot of companies are interested in associating their brands with us, working with us because and uh, that creativity and that well. Absolutely, absolutely, and we push them because mm-hmm. we want. We don't want the product line to look like anything which is uh, you know you would just get off the shelf somewhere. Mm. Uh, so we have uh, a, uh, a team which develops very detailed style guides for all the product lines that we want them to actually work with so we give them uh, and we've done a lot of that work and we give it to them and then they use that and transform it uh,
0: into their products and from you know from a retail point of view and you mentioned ticketing is there a revenue objective or target or is it more as part of the bigger goal to make it a successful event uh it's both it's
1: both. Look, at the, uh, we, uh, we are uh, very focused on making it a huge and successful event, and the primary objective of that is driving visitation. Mm. Uh, so achieving 25 million visits over the six-month period is definitely the number one objective. Uh, but at the same time, uh, this is uh, a project that needs to generate, uh, or uh, over a period of time, a return or a benefit for the economy. Okay. Uh, and uh, we, in fact, published uh, very recently uh, an independent uh, report uh, through ENY uh, on the economic impact of Expo 2020, which uh, showed that Expo 2020 will generate uh, about $122 billion of uh, for, uh, which will go into the economy. Now, this is spread over a period of time. Uh, some so, dirhams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so about 50% of it is uh, the run up to the event and during the event and then
0: 50% of it is approximately post the event uh, and okay. that's also and t- cool. In what parts of the economy, obviously tourism and contracts and retail, are there other parts of the economy, is there a wider benefit? Sure so
1: absolutely, can- absolutely. Uh, If you look at the whole entertainment and event organization, Mm -hmm. uh, that is going to benefit in a big way. Uh, Because if you're delivering 60 events a day, uh, we're not going to hire a whole large army of people. We're actually going to work with the industry out here. They're great event organizers, which are already there. And uh, we're working with them to deliver these events. Uh, That's one example. Mm -hmm. Um, If you take another example is we're targeting out of the 25 million visits, Seventy uh, percent of the visitors uh, will come internationally. That's a huge uplift okay. to the whole tour, uh, to the hotel uh, industry, yeah. the F and B industry. We have close to two hundred F and B restaurants which we are contracting and bringing onto site. The countries themselves, uh, a lot of them who are building their own pavilions, will also have restaurants inside them. Mm-hmm. So that's a big uplift for the F and B industry. So it's, uh, of course, the construction industry gets the biggest uplift, given what you see out here in terms of the structures, the infrastructure that's going around. Uh, so it's quite spread out, but I think uh, you know there are other sectors also that that strongly benefit.
0: Yeah, I want to ask, move on to the marketing side of things and showing sure. the story of the expo. Before I ask about Expo 2020's plans, but recently we saw, uh, you know, this is the first time as you mentioned that an event of this magnitude is in the region. Uh, In other markets brands can associate with World Cups when they happen and FIFA World Cups and other tournaments. We see the Rugby World Cup is in Japan soon and uh, the Olympics and there was some recent news about how well the next Olympics have done from a sponsorship point of view. Uh, we we know of the major partners that Expo has on, on board the likes of uh, DP World, Mastercard, Nissan. We see it already, uh, you know, uh, announced and pushing that forward. What goes, you know, how, wh- what in, is involved in that sort of partnership?
1: It's okay. Uh, look, I mean, we, we, right at the outset itself, uh, we had a partnership framework that we developed. We identified the areas where we could work uh, with, where we, we thought we needed the help of specific partners with specific expertise who, do, who could come in and deliver the event. So we typically go through a planning process where we identify what those areas are and then we identify who are the partners we actually want to approach. Uh, that is uh, done through a competitive process where we actually go out, we do a road show, we pitch to them, and we say, guys, look, this is what we are there, this is the benefits we're going to offer, mm. uh, and uh, would you be interested in taking part? And. They then submit uh, uh, bids, if you may, to us, and we evaluate that and we select which is the best one to go ahead with. Yeah. Uh, obviously, for national, uh, if you may, champions such as Emirates and Etihad, uh, you know, it's it's almost a no-brainer because there's a prestige to be actually affiliated with these. Uh, for the others, uh, also a lot of a uh, lot of them are looking at penetrating this market or uh, offering the ability to uh, to offer their services to. The countries were going to be participating, so it tends to be a very uh, smooth process for us, uh, and and that's that's how we go. Once that they're on board, we then have uh, different teams which are responsible for working with the partners to actually deliver what are the services that we. Uh, envisaged in the original scope of the of the, of the partnership uh, so we have a technology team which works with accenture with sap with siemens mm-hmm. which are all our technology and and uh, the salat yeah. to help deliver everything which is out there, uh, which is happening whether it's the infrastructure below the ground or it is the services uh, or the app or any other kind of thing
0: that you would land up seeing uh, very interesting uh yeah and you know from you mentioned the app and the different things that uh, you know, expo will have as part of its digital assets we've also seen some really exciting marketing campaigns featuring the brand ambassador you know Messi, and a, a really nice kind of brand campaign as well um what's the kind of general plan around marketing pre-event and you know what 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 else should we expect to see oh uh yeah i mean this is this is this
1: is probably uh, this is probably uh you know is obviously one of the fun parts to actually work with you get to work with some uh, I have a great team uh, which is working on these campaigns and coming up with these ideas and mm-hmm. uh, rolling them out. Uh, so the, yeah, it's, 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 it's awesome fun. Um, we are uh, currently in the process of continuing to build awareness. We will have uh, a new campaign which will be rolled out very soon, which will be, uh, again, dialing up, if you may, the excitement. Mm.
0: Uh, with one year to go, maybe? Yes, down.
1: around one year to go. Uh, so we should, uh, we'll do a campaign out there. And then around six months before we uh, open Gates, we mm-hmm. will do another v- uh, very big campaign. And that ca- campaign will be focused more on conversion and ticket sales because mm-hmm. that's when we really start for, uh, bringing in the ticket sales and start launching the B2C kind of uh, ticket uh, ticketing effort. Uh, so these are the two really big campaigns. But uh, at the same time, we will be uh, also working with we, uh, we will also do smaller, on, always on kind of campaigns that will happen, uh, which become, uh, which are more about right now, more about uh, what is uh, the promise that we're delivering and what is it that you, uh, you should expect to see. But as you get towards event time, they become far more tactical and mm-hmm. promotional in nature. Um, So, uh, yeah, we have a full detailed plan on on rolling that out. Um, So, yeah, uh, it should be quite exciting.
0: Interesting. So, last question. And, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of part of what Expo is going to leave behind is a legacy for for Dubai and the city and, you know, everyone who who visits. Uh, Another part of legacy is the impact of hosting such big events in the region. Do you see that this could be a benchmark? And, um, you know, personally, uh, you you know, the effort and the team and the size of the space, um, can you look beyond the expo personally? And, you know, is is there anything going to be as big as this (laughs) next? Yeah, uh, look, I mean, UAE
1: uh, always will push itself to do something uh, bigger and better, Uh, right? Uh, What the next, I mean, it is one of the biggest benefits of doing such an event and that was one of the things that actually attracted me to, to join the organization was that we would be setting a benchmark of mega events in this part of the world, actually globally I believe, uh, and the knowledge and the expertise that the country will be able to retain will become something that can easily transpose to doing the next mega event, which may not be an expo but could easily be a World Cup or an Olympic Games, or something similar in that sense. Uh, I think uh, time will tell, Uh, you know, what is uh, the next uh, uh, aspiration that UAE aims for uh, but absolutely, I mean, this this is something that we're very focused on in terms of actually maintaining that legacy of the information. So we actually already have people who are focused on that, who are collecting this information, making sure that it's available, so that even on uh, April 11th, if we all walk away after having closed the gates, that uh, knowledge and that intelligence is retained, so that it can be easily transposed and transferred to so another the big thing. to the next big thing. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Brilliant, that's a great note to end it on. Thank you very much, Sanjeev, for your time.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me on the show again.